And we are live. What is this, number four or number five? Number four. Number four. It took us three. Are you sure it was, was it three or four episodes to do our introduction? This was number four. I can't believe it took us three times to do our introduction. Okay, not three times. I mean, like three episodes, right? Yeah. I mean. (laughs) I guess we like to talk. The thing is. A lot of this will correlate now, like from this point on, because this is still some of our story, will correlate like with our marriage or our struggles or our success. Mm-hmm. So it's still us kind of storytelling about ourselves, but it's also. Yeah, like this is still kind of going on with more of an introduction kind of a thing instead of just like a plain old topic, I guess. But you know, this will hit. Um, this is gonna hit a topic that is probably familiar with a lot of people. Yep. Um, I'm not gonna, excuse me, I'm not gonna lie. Um, <clears throat> a lot of this stuff I've have forgotten, I've moved on. Um, some of the stuff you, you've probably moved on from. Uh-huh. Um, so I will try to plug in like question pieces I'm talking with my hands, by the way, people, Um, (laughs) because this is not a very uh, proud moment of my life, I can say. Yeah, this is going to be a hard one for you today. Are you Uh, sure you're ready for this? uh, Well, we're recording now, so. Well, and I want to tell everybody, too, is that um, so this 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 time where last time we took off where we got our we finally finished our whole introduction of how we led up to to a marriage and so now um tonight we're talking about our first year and you know being newlyweds and how um it was the number one most difficult year i think either one of us had been through um probably in most of our lives anyways and this is where we talk we're going to get dig deep into um infidelity um, and, and this is going to be on Troy's part of infidelity at this, at this point. And, um, you, we've talked about it. Like it's, we've talked about it. We went to counseling for it, but you still, there's been parts that you still really haven't dug really deep into. And so I'm interested to see how this is going to go for you tonight. Um, Oof. <laughs> it's going to, I mean, like, this podcast is different than a lot of other podcasts because there's no script. I mean, we're both sitting here with a plate of spaghetti and some garlic bread and some vegetables. And um, there's going to be some uncomfortable times. Mm-hmm. But we've we've gone through it we've made it through and i think i might be more uncomfortable because there's some stuff i don't want to relive but it's also part of the healing process like very much so i'm i'm over the whole thing um but there's just some things that i'm and my wife knows is i'm not very comfortable talking about i mean 
we'll talk about sexual stuff and you might hear me get completely silent because uh, that's just the way I am. Um, but uh, I think I should be ready for this. Okay. Um, this also brings up there's, I mean, I have um, a lot of people in our lives now today don't really like know this part of us. Um, I mean, like we do still talk to a lot of our friends that we had at that point, but at the same time, like we have so many new people that have become friends and family over the years that weren't a part of this time of our lives. And so people, it's, it's interesting because so many people say no way, like there's no way that, that, that you went through this with Troy or whatever. And a lot of people on my end, Mm -hmm. when I was going through this, I would say maybe maybe five people like as far as like friends you know who knew about it yeah yeah i didn't I there mean, was only a couple of people that i talked I, to too. i can think of two for sure mm-hmm. um and both of them kind of checked me in the reality about the whole thing um so we do we have we have amazing supportive friends we do um instead of having friends that um play into cheating and infidelity and wanting to go out and live a bachelor lifestyle or whatever we we are both very lucky to have friends who are very family orientated and grounded and ready to live um a a very good wholesome life and be completely honest and upfront about everything um so we're lucky for that very um and there's gonna be people surprised on my end like this really happened you know um because like i said people who are new uh, even some like a lot a lot of my coworkers, i don't i don't really think any of my coworkers know really what happened you know mm-hmm. so you know when people look at our marriage they look at you know how tight we are you know how we work together how we're how we support each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to be like, holy shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, uh, we've been through hell to get to to where we are. Very we, true. We both fought very hard for this. So where do you want to start at? Like, Well, I mean, so we got married July 19th, 2008. And Say it again. <laughs> we got married July 19th of 2008. That's right. It comes up. This July will be 12 years for us. And um, times were, um, I would say, like, I was, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, like, we were having some tough times. I remember, you know, like, uh, what, a week or so before our wedding, you got let go from your job. That was, like, stressful. That was more stressful on you than anything, I think. I mean, that came out of nowhere. And on the flip side, there were people from my job who I invited to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came? No. Oh, I thought that they did. No. Oh, okay. Nope. Um, you probably uninvited them. No. <laughs> I actually told them they were still invited. Okay. Um, but there's, a, you know, it's deep, like... So maybe I should go back. So even before... Even before we got married, we were going through a couple different things that we were we were dealing with a little bit of infidelity. And I don't know, Troy sitting Troy sitting here with his face on like, what are you talking about, Jen? Um, but I remember 
um, being very frustrated. Um, there were some times where like you would disappear and I like I couldn't get a hold of you. Um, and um, I remember like we were dealing with somebody who was like a groupie, like a day's groupie. <laughs> <laughs> and you know there was like questions and we were going through our premarital counseling and I, like Jackie got Miss Jackie got us through that she um did. you know I had been told by somebody very close actually on your side that said that maybe I should hold off on the wedding and that wasn't something that I wanted to do um but we were dealing with that and so going into it things like we had that going on we had somebody else from like way in the past. I remember now that I'm talking about this came out of the woodwork and was like accusing, like called me out of the blue and accused you of doing something, which that ended up being a complete lie. I don't, I, I, I don't remember. I don't even remember what her name was. This is funny that this actually just came to my mind because I'm just sitting here thinking about like what I was going through and I like put myself back like, okay, oh, I was driving down Packers Avenue in Madison or whatever. Um, I don't even remember what her name was, but she lived over back behind uh, the baseball fields, the East Side Little League baseball fields. Mm. And she's had like, I don't even know how she got my number. She contacted me and said that something was going on. Um, but I did find out and confirm that that was not like, I don't know if it happened from years previous or what. I don't even remember what it was, but I think maybe she was just mad because you're getting married. I have, I don't even know. <laughs> don't remember so it was too much for me to put up with at that time i went through a spell this is before jenny got here and this is where she says like i was in a very dark place and what it was is i was also stretching myself thin just talking to an abundance of women that doesn't mean i was sleeping with all of them but you know just like i was telling you know i, I tell younger people even if you are interested or want to hang out, when you start stretching yourself thin and trying to mold yourself to people's different personalities and wants and needs, you stress yourself out. Mm -hmm. So I called it a cleansing, like me and Jenny were getting back together. So I just started, nope, stop returning phone calls, started kicking people to the curb and stuff like that. So this particular person, now I remember who it is. I'm not going to say her name <laughs> unless you want me to. I don't remember her name. Um, she was a mom from the daycare. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> God, I bits and pieces. She was a mom from the daycare, or whatever. Um, came to like completely just, and there was nothing going on. That was the whole thing. She wanted something to go on, but there was nothing going on. You're talking about she was a mom from the daycare that you worked at way back previous years ago when we before we got married because we're yes. about to talk about a different daycare coming up. Yes. Okay. Yep. So it was you, a the, the, so, that you worked at. Yeah, the one that I worked at for like five years. Okay. Um. And we don't have to get like into that. Like it I said, it, but like what it what ended up happening was I was making myself an honest man. So like the people who I was. And these some, some people were just like hung out with, mm -hmm. but like if I knew they were interested, I stopped returning phone calls. I just stopped talking to them and everything. So well, let's just since we're gonna get down to the like the nitty gritty, I specifically remember specifically remember this female calling and telling me that my soon to be husband, and I mean like soon to be, I'm talking about within like two or three weeks time, 
um, got a hold of her and um, either wanted to wanted to sit on her face or she want she wanted to sit on her face. Like I mean, like we're gonna like fuck it. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. I'm almost drunk. Yeah. So okay, that was I. I know that was a lie. Anyway, so let's go forward. So we get married. We get married. The first couple weeks were were amazing. I mean, I ended up having to go back to work pretty quick. We never, we still, like Troy said last week, we still to this day have not had our honeymoon. And how long are we going to be married for? Almost 12 years. And we still haven't taken a honeymoon. No, I mean, like we did like a long, it wasn't long enough for me, but like we went, we went up north for, I want to do something, I wanted to do something different for our tenure. Like I didn't want to be like, oh, we're going to go somewhere tropical in the middle of summertime or whatever. And so I wanted to do something different. So one of the things you didn't want to go west to like south dakota or anything like that <laughs> so we went up north but i mean it, to me that was really, it was fun just to get away like i love that's one thing that i love to do with you and i've loved to do this ever since we were younger is go to new places and explore them together like i feel like that's just something that like ties us closer together mm-hmm. um and so yeah for the first few weeks i felt like i was like in heaven even going into um late like going into labor day i felt like things were really really good and um i remember we went camping for labor day weekend that was a time that's the only time that i've ever been up to door county and we went camping (laughs) tj was what two got sick he got sick yep um (laughs) the one night we were with my cousin becky and her daughter and it was i don't think hunter was i think it was just tony kayla tj and us and then you know becky and her kid so we went camping and i just like i know you so well something was just off um it was like you didn't really like you you just weren't you like you weren't hanging out like you normally were like any chance that you got to like leave and go do your own thing, you went and did. Like you would say, like you come up with an excuse, like, oh, I'm gonna go play basketball. But like us camping and like, like you used to play a lot of basketball back then, but it just was weird to me. Well, what so with the basketball stuff, that was also during a time where I was also doing filming a lot of freestyle stuff. Yeah, so like that didn't really throw me off. I think it was the amount of it. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I just knew it and the hit court up my was, stomach. the court was shitty. Yeah. But I just knew like something just wasn't right. Like our communication church, like just you started changing a lot. And at the time, I didn't know why. And I kind of just threw it off like, all right, well, you know, I don't know. It's like I I knew something wasn't right, but I didn't play into it really a lot, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until um october came so like now we're like um like a month and a half later the things are we're just living life like i'm working a lot you started working again you know whatever we're just kind of just living life and um i started like i like things started growing where like i just knew something wasn't right and but i didn't know like i couldn't put my finger on it i didn't know i didn't have anything to base it off of i just it just was i was just following my gut Mm -hmm. And I remember, um, I remember waking up in the middle, like waking up. So I was still doing the newspapers at that time too. But I remember waking up probably like an hour or two before my alarm went off to do the papers. And I had a text message on my phone and it was a text message from you, but it sent to me. And it said something about the facts. Like, I can't remember exact, 
I remember it, but I don't remember exactly what it says, but it was to the point of, um, I can't leave her because I'm afraid that she'll do to me what Hunter's mom did to me. And I was like, what the fuck, whatever. And you were still like, I think you were like in the bed playing video. Like that was back in the time where I'd go to sleep and you'd stay up all night. Well, come to find out, I, I know why. Well, uh, so. Yes, you'd play video games, but I think you. The way our bedroom was built. And, and like I said, this is, you know, a minute detail. But the way our bedroom was built, we had a a living, like a, a full-fledged living room. It was a family room. Family room in our bedroom. So we had our bed. Then there was a couch, like couple feet from the bed and then we had this huge tv and i would play tv i'm tv i would play video games for yeah for a long know, time whatever okay but like we are the type of couple i mean and as we go forward in time we're the type of couple where we usually go to bed together yep. we usually like we do like we spend our like our lives we spend a lot of time like we're together yep um and so you know that was like that was one of the weird like it wasn't weird to me that you were in bed playing video games on the couch playing video games but i think it was to the point where like i kind of knew that it was more than video games okay okay and so um but so i remember i i remember rolling over and saying showing you the text message and saying what the fuck is this and you were like huh but i was so out of it that and the reason why I remember now is because I've I tried to remember this for so long mm -hmm. because it bothered me for so long. So you were like, I don't know, you'd rush off or whatever. And I was so out of it that I just rolled back over and went back to sleep. So when my alarm went off one, two hours later for me to get up and do the paper out, I went to go see what the hell this message was that I was looking at and it was gone. And I'm like, what the fuck? Um, I know I didn't delete the message <laughs> and you denied this. I don't even think we've ever talked about this since. And so you've never even admitting to deleting the message. Um, but the message was gone. And I know that my, that you deleted the message. So I, I remember bits and pieces of this. Yep. I don't remember deleting the message, but I'm pretty positive. I did delete them. Yeah. That, that I deleted the message. And like um, just saying, like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, kind of a thing. Because you knew I, like, you knew I was kind of out of it or whatever. That was just really weird. Um. So, anyways, I just that just even confirmed more. Like something isn't right. Something isn't right. And somewhere along the line, I don't know if I came across something on your phone or something. I don't even remember where, but something along the line, the name Erica came out. And we don't know any Erica's. Like, I didn't know any Erica's. Like, I went to high school with an Erica or whatever, but I didn't know any like Erica's. I knew some Erica's, but I wasn't close enough no, to them like, to really text them. Yeah, there wasn't any Erica's in our life. And so I'm like, what the hell? Like, okay. Coach Erica wasn't in our life yet. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, no. Um, and thank God I've never like put her name with this person. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, this, I don't remember where the name Erica came from. I don't know if it was, like I said, I don't know if it was in a message or an email, something, something of Erica came out. I don't, maybe like my brain just made it up because like, again, like I, I really truly believe that whether you're a woman or a man, your gut instinct tells you a lot. You just have to listen to it. Mm -hmm. And so I remember going to pick up TJ from daycare one night and, um, his daycare teacher at the time. Um, we were, we were really close to her. 
you and I mm. both were like in daycare wise. We were really close to her. She took very well, she very good care of our baby. Okay. He was in the her room for his whole first year, like yep. not baby, but from the from one to two years old, he was in her room. Yep. And I think I asked her, Hey, do you do you know Erica? You know who Erica is? And I still didn't know what I was getting at because I, I don't know, but I just was like, let me just ask them. Like, it, like obviously, I totally am a believer that everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I literally could have been like this woman who found out somewhere along down the line or whatever. But like everything in this scenario happened for a reason. I don't know where Erica, the name came from. I don't know why, what made me ask the, our daycare teacher. Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Um, and all she, she wouldn't say, she wouldn't out you, nobody would out you at the time, but all she would say to me, or all she said to me was, um, go on and look at Erica false Facebook page. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> she said her last name. Well, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Everybody knows what her fucking name is. Um, and I, I, I keep hearing stories about this girl. Don't put her last name out there. Okay. I didn't mean to, but anyway. Everybody's be hitting rewind now. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Um, I still, she doesn't even live anywhere near us. I still come across people that know this crazy girl and she's still doing the same bullshit. Professional home record? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so anyway, I had no clue who she was even, who was, I, I had no clue who this person was. And so, and back at this time, I had a Facebook page, but I had no clue how to use it. But I didn't. You didn't even have a Facebook page. I was still on MySpace. Yep. So I had it. I didn't know how to use it. Like, I didn't know what this like was. And back then, you could push the button. What was the button? Instead of it just being a like, you could, like, there was another button to push on Facebook that it was like, hey, I want to hit you up or something like that. I can't remember. I'll have to remember what that, what that was. But I, I, I had no clue to use it. So, but immediately you were working second shift. So immediately I went home, got the kids outside or whatever. And I went and go on to Facebook and look this person up. And there's pictures of our baby all over her Facebook page. Like not that, oh, I work at this daycare. He's not in my room quite yet, but it was like pictures like, she like like he was her baby so at like at this point i didn't know she even did that right um so i'm trying to remember how i even came across erica well, um yeah you can tell i mean i know what the story i would have been told but what's that that because like back like three weeks after we got married you did a basketball you and the guys went and did a basketball performance okay. for the kids at the daycare. So my team back then, day street ball, we would go to different places and we'd do like, I wouldn't even say seminars, but we just like trying to get our name out there. So it was before one of the all-star games, I think. Mm -hmm. We were, I think the daycare, someone from the daycare had asked if we can bring some of the players to come meet some of the kids. Yep. And you did and it went great. Yep. Um, and, but she ended up being TJ's two-year-old teacher, two-year-old room teacher. Not all the time, but she was, mm -hmm. um, so I can't remember, like I said, and, and you might know, and I, I guys, 
guys and girls is I had to get the truth. Like mm-hmm. there's just some stuff I don't remember. I don't know if she got my number or if she gave if she gave the number if she gave the number to someone else. Um so your internet dropped the call I'm trying to connect. We'll keep going. Um I don't remember how I got in contact with her. Like I said, um, but I do remember meeting her at that at the thing where we had the basketball team at. Um, well, and then moving forward, like I remember you wouldn't, again, this is back before I even knew about who this person was, like things started all falling in perspective. Like I remember one day um, we would go, We usually you would drop TJ off and I would pick him up from mm-hmm. daycare. Mm-hmm. And so like one morning, I think maybe we had to go vote or something. I don't know, we had to do something or whatever. And we went to go drop him off at daycare. And like, you were like, no, I'm just gonna sit in the car. Or like, I remember another day, like you started an argument with me so that you could stay in the car or whatever. Like I I remember these, like these little details. Probably. Um, you're, you know, like you start thinking about like when you're going through this kind of a situation, you start thinking back to all these little things that happened Mm -hmm. and so like you know because i know like i've come to find out you know you would tell her that oh you and i weren't getting along and we were going to be getting a divorce or whatever now that never came out of my mouth okay just so just so you know okay um i never ever i i did wrong but i it never ever came out of my mouth that we're getting divorced okay um but yeah, so you would make it, you would make things like happen so that you didn't have to like go in and see her with me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, okay. So we'll go back to the night that I go home and I find all my baby's pictures on her Facebook page. Okay. And I rem- I flipped. Um, Was that also when you found the fake Facebook page of me? No, no. Mm-mm. When did I find? Yes, people, you heard it right. Someone made a fake Facebook page. You still, you still, because all these years I say, I wonder if my husband really, if somebody really did make the fake page or if, okay, I don't, I guess I do believe that you didn't make the page, but mm-hmm. I feel like she made it for you and you took part in it. I took, because I, of some of the messages I saw. I promise you, I took zero part of it. Um, Because when you, you showed me, the mm-hmm. Facebook page, mm-hmm. and she what she did was she took all these pictures off my MySpace page mm-hmm. and put them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so like some people are like what the hell's MySpace? MySpace was a social media page, kind of like Facebook, mm-hmm. but it was a lot easier to access people's friends list and all that stuff. It's like Facebook. Sometimes you might have to dig because people can make themselves invisible on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could on MySpace. If they did, I really didn't care because I was trying to be. Well, and back at this point, okay, so let's go back. So I freak out. You deny everything. Like, I don't know why she has pictures of her baby. I don't know what the hell is going on, da 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 whatever. And, but I knew that was a bunch, that was a crack of shit. And so um, I remember going into the daycare the next morning and lost my shit. Mm-hmm. And, she was getting fired. I didn't give a shit what was going on. She, I, I didn't care if I got this girl fired. Like, she was getting fired. And I was not allowed to drop her kid off there no more. Nope. No. No way. And um, I think I found, like, I found this out. I think it was right before, it was, like, right before Thanksgiving. 
Um, like I remember you were, I still didn't, my birthday came around. I knew it was my 30th birthday and like you are known for going all out for my birthday. And like, even if we, even if we didn't have like a lot of money, you still always made me feel so special. And I just knew, I just knew like, I don't even know. I remember one time, I remember that you wanted me to go hang out with like family members or whatever, like all day prior to my birthday. And supposedly because like the, the reason why you ended up giving was um, because you were planning a surprise party, a surprise party that I never had. Okay. And like, so this is stuff like I'm going back and being like, okay, well, see, and I, you spent the day with her. While I hate was... <laughs> that. No, I hate that you remember all this stuff. I do. And I don't remember some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I remember like trying to hang out with family. I, mm -hmm. I remember that. I don't remember saying anything about a surprise party. Mm -hmm. And this is where. Well, that was just what you told my family just so that like, that was the reason like, oh, can you keep Jenny occupied for all day pretty much? Cause I, cause I, I'm working on planning a surprise party. Okay. That kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, nothing. Um, you end up so, getting, you end up getting a surprise party though. Yeah. So yeah, 10 years later, that's like a long time from now. Okay. So anyway, I, um, I, yeah, so I found out about her, this whole Facebook thing. I found out it was right before Thanksgiving and, um, yeah, she got, she ended up, she ended up getting suspended, but not, not fired. Okay. And I was pissed. And so um she uh, they also told her that she had to delete her facebook page which now at looking back like an employer can't tell you you have to delete a, a social media page i mean yeah she was supposed to take pictures the pictures down of tj or anything like that or whatever but um yeah so anyway she came back i remember i was i was going i i was going to jail like i was i didn't give a shit um I don't, I think what stopped me was TJ. Okay. And I knew that. You've been the saving grace for a lot of people. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> um, I knew I already, like the very first time, first time that I found out about this, I already, I made a call to Becky and Kathy, which is my family or well, was my family. Um, and they immediately were getting TJ into the day, into their daycare. Mm -hmm. Um, so like we literally, we're driving. So this daycare that TJ was in where all this occurred was a mile from our house. We literally would drive a half hour out of our way to take him to daycare and to pick him up because of all this bullshit. And I didn't give a shit. Um, my son was not, he was never going back to that fucking daycare. And I was so angry with this daycare company for the longest time because I feel like they should totally stand like it's against their policy for employees to fraternize, for, to fraternize with parents or whatever or to it's, put people other people's kids pictures so up. So it's not it's not it's frowned upon. It's not illegal for. I didn't say it was illegal. It's frowned upon for employees to date parents, even though it, it happens. I mean, it happens, it with, happens. It happens with schools. Yeah, it is illegal without parental permission to, to put post. pictures yep. on the internet. Yeah. And so anyway, she was told. So we were told that she deleted the page. Well, the page was gone. But I 
I'm a really good detective when I want to be. <laughs> I really am a good detective. I don't remember. I have some good some good plugs too, but um, <laughs> I remember doing some shit that I ended up getting into some of her things, online things. And I was able to find out that she did not delete the Facebook page and she just private her. She just like privated herself okay. <clears throat> or made herself private. So literally back then, I don't know if you can still do that with Facebook right now. Um, so it wasn't like she just blocked certain people, but like she literally could not be seen by anybody so, or found by anybody unless they were her friend. That and you can still do that. Okay. Yep. Okay. Cause I don't know. I know that you can block certain people or yep. groups. Or you would have it where only your friends can see you and only like literally you couldn't even find her name. Yep. Like she was invisible to everybody else. I have some but I found her. I have some coworkers who are like that. Okay. Like you can Which is own, good. Like yep. I think that's good. Yep. So I found her. And when I found her, not and it didn't take me very long, but not only did I find that she never removed any of TJ's pictures, but now I'm seeing like I'm sitting there and I'm going through because this all this is how I got to be good at Facebook was all my detect detective skills here. <laughs> That's how I figured out how to run a stupid page. But um I found like I was watching her and like she was posting her life with you all over her Facebook page. And so it's a good thing that I took, I printed off a bunch of pages mm -hmm. because the daycare would say, cause I took it back to the daycare and said, she didn't, she didn't do anything. She didn't listen to you guys at all. And they said, well, we can't find her. Well, yeah, she here, here it is. Um, this is still before the stuff that you're talking about though. <clears throat> so, um, Thanksgiving was a shit show that year because I remember being down at your parents' house and your mom. So Troy's mom and Thanksgiving every year, we have to go around and tell what we're thankful for. Mm -hmm. And I just broke down and I didn't, other than my kids, I didn't have anything to be thankful for. You walked out the house. I did. I went back home yep. and I didn't go back. And like, I had an inkling why she walked out the house, but it was, it was like someone put it like this. Let's say someone's performing. Let's say Mariah Carey's performing and just stops and just walks off the stage for you no knew reason. Why though? Cause we, you are, you knew. Right. But like, I didn't think. I would, I never say anything to your family. Yeah. So like Jenny just, we're all standing in the dining room at my parents' house and like, we're going around the table. We were downstairs. Okay, see, <laughs> we're downstairs, and we're you know we're probably sitting there in the in the family room, mm -hmm. saying we're all thankful for. It got to Jenny. It was pretty much dead silent. Um, and she she. Because again, I still wasn't gonna out you in front of your family. So she so, she yeah. walks in and leaves, and they're like, "What's going on?" Now I'm like, "I have no idea." Like I, you, yeah, you I, you weren't taking responsibility for anything. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, even my older brother, who was very good at pressing me for questions, he knew what was going on. He's like Troy. What happened? I I don't know. I think I know. Following you up to the house, maybe. I don't know. I didn't want you anywhere near me. I really didn't want to spend any time with you. I didn't want to be around you. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Really. Sorry, I gotta get chapstick. Um. So. That next month for, between Thanksgiving and Christmas was a complete shit show. Um, 
that, hated you, but I loved you to death. Is that when you took the car? Sometime in there. No, it could have been after. I don't know. It was after. So, um, you know, you would tell me that you want your family and, you know, this and that. I did talk to you. I remember sitting out on, it was nice that year, sitting out on the front step of the house um, and you breaking down and saying that you fucked up and you want your family. You'd never go into any details. Um, you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't take response. Like, you only take responsibility by saying that you fucked up. That was it. Um, but you want your family and this and that, whatever. And again, like, I hated you for the first time in my life. I hated you. Um, like we had gone through a lot of shit mm -hmm. in our years, but this is the first time that I could say that I hated you and, but I still loved you. And the love was still stronger than that hate. And I just was like, at that point, this is where a lot of people can sit there and say is, well, fuck it. I'm just going to give up. And at that point, like I was torn, like, okay, so as a strong independent woman, I'm not dealing with this shit and I'm just going to give up. But in the other aspect, I'm like, this isn't just a relationship. This is a marriage now. Mm -hmm. And I, I took vows and um, I decided that I wasn't, I didn't want you around at that point, but I, 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 I think you weren't live. you weren't staying at the house for a couple of days. I don't know. And I remember uh, like, being you, told you were down at your parents, but you didn't go to your parents. You house. kicked me out. Yes, I did. Okay, so, with every right so she kicks me out and you went over to her fucking so house can I, she, <laughs> I get kicked out i go down to my parents house i'm hanging out there it's getting a little late and my parents are like you know they don't they're not telling me to leave but they're kind of hinting like why are you here and i don't want to say mm -hmm. um and you, okay, and so for everybody that's listening, my in-laws at the time, there was one house in between our house and my in-laws. So we're next door neighbors. <laughs> yeah, so I literally, and we lived like up on the, like I could literally see everything that was going on outside of their house. So it's like, you waited until I went to sleep too. Our back, so our back deck faced pretty much their front porch. Our whole back of the house. Um, yeah, the whole, yeah. I didn't have nowhere to go, like. Jenny made it adamant, listen, I don't want you here. I'm not going to fight her because I'm in the wrong. I don't want my parents to know because my parents love Jenny to death. And I knew, I don't think to this day, they know, they don't know nothing that happened. They might know a little bit, but they don't really know what happened. Well, like. Your and, older brother knows a lot about what happened, so he probably has told them. And I, I know how my dad gets, like, and mm -hmm. I would have felt the wrath, you mm -hmm. know. It, it possibly could have got physical because that's how much my parents love Jenny. So. I think at that point, though, too, is that it wasn't just that, but it's also the point is that you were defending this girl to the teeth. So like, okay, so for people that are listening to this and people that are going through stuff like this, like I, I go off this and I, so like I listen to little key things like Troy will say, I had nowhere to go. Yes, you did. You could have stayed at your parents' house. So then you need to come out and tell them the shit that you did wrong. You did wrong. You take, you take full responsibility and you move forward to trying to fix it. You could have went, you have two brothers. You could have went to their house. You have friends. You could have went to their houses. So, or you could have went to a hotel, but saying 
I, didn't, I had I didn't, nowhere to go. I didn't have the hotel plug at the point. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You could have went to a hotel. But for anybody to say I had nowhere to go, oh, so I ended up at my quote-unquote girlfriend's house is a crack of shit. And I, and I know for a fact that my husband now well, I, agrees I, with me. Yes, I do. I'm just telling you like. Back then at that point. At, at that point, yep. you know, I, I was like. It was the excuse. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. Um, I didn't want to pull anyone else into this. Like, I think Charles, Charles Mulder, brother, I think he found out through you. Sean. Sean. Um, I just didn't feel like answering a bunch of questions. I think you were embarrassed. I was very embarrassed and I had dug myself in a hole so deep. I didn't know what to do. Um, people but that embarrassment still, like you still wanted to be with this girl. And this is where like, this is where I like, I've always wanted to understand and not just for like you and I or whatever, but you know, like when I'm helping other people with their relationships, a lot of people come to us or whatever, but like, why? So when it got to a point where you and I, when you and I couldn't talk without arguing, I felt at one point I could talk to her without arguing because really, and you know, it came, she had no stake in the game. Like there was really nothing. Once I found out how she really operated, she had nothing to lose. I mean, at one point she had a living boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He left. Um, like I, like I found out all this stuff, like, during okay towards the end of everything going on because because you found out through me you yep. found out she was also lying to you so, so this crazy little girl who's being a home wrecker yep. is also fucking around with other people so I, i'll say this when you let me kind of like express how like all this went when you're not first of all people need to understand everything doesn't always have to be sexual when it becomes sometimes mental it's even worse sometimes mm -hmm. and uh at one point you know and this is me because now that i look back i should have just talked to my wife i felt like i wasn't getting like the intention like I had an issue, even though I was the issue. So Jenny had every right not to talk to me, but I felt, you know, I had the issue. I tried to talk to her. I got kicked off the house. So when you're a guy in that situation, you want to go to something, doesn't matter who it is, who's going to quote unquote listen, or you think they're listening because it's easy street versus facing the problem that you that you created because you, like I said you weren't talking to me and you had every right to mm -hmm. like you were I, like I always say you're digging your feet in the ground and you were making a stance mm -hmm. and I was too bullheaded and not smart enough to say you know what I'm going to keep trying I'm going to keep trying so I took the easy trip said okay well at least she's listening or so I thought 
she is listening. So she was. No. I think at this point though, too, is that I think you you really did like her. No. Because this was different than any other time before. Like it wasn't that you just cheated. Oh, you were going. This was a booty call, blah blah, blah whatever. Like you had a full fledged relationship with this girl. I. Yeah. It was like you were living a double life. I wouldn't say a full fledged relationship because there was there was stuff that I didn't like about her that she did, but I really couldn't do anything because I wouldn't claim her as my girlfriend. So her interpretation was, well, since you're not claiming me, I can do what I want to do. Um, and so I was stuck. Well, to everybody else, she claimed you as her boyfriend. But like to like me and her, mm-hmm. no, because like you know who I am that I I, I don't like marijuana. Mm-hmm. She was a big time weed smoker, mm-hmm. and I remember a conversation like, well, if 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 you would claim me, I would stop smoking. And actually, come to find out, is that she does a hell of a lot more than just marijuana. Uh, see, like I said, <laughs> you know that, but that this is what I knew. Okay. Um, so this is also really difficult because, okay, on the female perspective is that, so you never, so this is like, this is how raw and real this podcast is right now is that you are saying things now that you've never said to me before. Mm-hmm. Like I never knew that you would go and talk to this girl. Mm-hmm. So like now some of the stuff makes even more sense that I went through because, you know, like, of course she thought that we were having problems because you were running to her and telling her, and this is for a lot of females, like if you're a side chick and your dude, that's whatever is coming to you and telling you that there's all these problems or whatever. I don't know why, but side chicks always believe the shit, but when it's, I when mean, it's, guys make it believable. When it's too. actually the guy who's creating the problem. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if I think probably the odds, the percentage, what I would say five to 10 percent that I've ever known for a man to leave his wife for his side piece. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't happen very often. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, there was there were situations where like it was bad. There was there was like. I think she really tried to test me a few times and I think she figured out when I, nope, I wasn't going to leave our marriage, even though it was, excuse me, kind of severed at that point, you know, I wasn't going to say, oh, well, I'm leaving my wife. There was times where like, I was going to pick up Hunter and she called and she's like, come over. I was like, no, I got to take my son home. Well, if you don't come over, this and this and this, you know, well, guess what? I had to take my, I'm taking my son home, you know? So. However, there was a time that I did find out that um, you did stop by there with Hunter in the car, but Hunter sat in the car. I know that that would be something that you're not proud of. It's not like you sat and were in there forever, but. No, I I probably ran in. But you did. I ran in to grab something. But Hunter was old enough to to know mm -hmm. something was wrong. Something's not right. And that's one of the. I think you even introduced. Yeah, if I remember correctly, at some point you introduced it. Yep. He he told me you she, introduced her. So the time that he's talking about. At daycare, I think. Oh. Her and I were not getting along. Mm-hmm. It was. I can't remember the date, but I, I ended up running to her somewhere. She came over to the car. 
Hunter was in the car, sitting in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Um, she came over to the passenger. She obviously she knew about Hunter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so she said hi, Hunter, and he's like hi. So I was like, Hunter, that's Erica. It wasn't like, hey, this is the girl who I'm doing whatever with, you know? No, no, no. I know you didn't do like that. So. But Hunter knew something wasn't right, and Hunter never liked her. Correct. Um, he said hi. She said whatever. Like, I think her and I were not, like I said, during this point, she was doing stuff to try to, now that I know, if she would have had her way, I would have got divorced, she would have done her thing, and I would have been on an island by myself. No, I think she would have been with you. No, most definitely not. I think the other thing, though, too, is that there's a huge age gap. Like, this girl was 18 years old at the point. I thought like, she was a little bit no, older. No, 18 years old. That's another thing, too, is me. Like, I had a really hard time turning 30, okay? So I uh, turned 30. I thought she might have been a little older than 18. Okay. I, I questioned me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> God damn. This girl is 18 years old at the time. And I think that, you know, like the other people that she so. I think had you gotten divorced and actually wanted to put your real time and effort into her, I think that she would have went for that, at least for a while. She, I remember the craziest thing ever. Um, uh, one of the things that I came across on her in her email and stuff was, um, I've never even looked at this up on the computer, but you can literally take a picture of you. Like if I went on, I could take a picture of me and a picture of you and I submit into this thing online. This is, and again, this is 12 years ago, 11 years ago. And it would come up and show a picture of what our baby would look like if we had a baby. She did that. And like, she was planning, like she was looking for like baby rooms. Like this girl was trying to have a baby with my husband. Oh Jesus. And so I don't know. Um, you know, like I remember we ended up having a decent Christmas um like things went pretty good by with christmas come to find out it's because she was out of she was back back in her hometown for a week or so um but as soon as i found out that she was back everything went to hell again um so like i remember like i i remember i tried i really was trying to to do what i could to try to save this family and um i think it was it was Hunter's birthday party. Like we went and had a birthday for Hunter's birthday is at the end of January. And we went over, we did a, like an overnight hotel stay with a water park over on the West side. Okay. Yep. And the minute I would like leave to do something, you were on your phone. Like it was just like back to your crate, the crazy BS ways or whatever. Um, and like in between that time, so there's there's so many like I like I could sit here for hours and go on about uh, with this with this particular podcast or whatever. But like there were times where um, like I knew I had somebody drive past her house while I was at work one day, and yep, you're there, the car's there. So I literally like sacrifice like I I didn't give a shit. I'm leaving. Um, I went over. I think you, like you were over. Like I just missed you guys. Well, then I saw you pulling in, and you like it was just like it's just to think back. It's just fucking ridiculous. Um, but that I like we were we were trying to just be a family for for Hunter's birthday stuff, and um, 
like the next day is when, yeah, I caught, I caught you over there. You tried to park, uh, in a different area of the apartment complex that she's in. And I found the car and I took the fucking car. I had my cousin drive me over and I took the car and that was it. Like I was like, that was my point. I was done. Like I had given you enough chances to, to turn this around and make this right. And you want to be with me, want to be with me, whatever. And, um, and so I was done and, um, that was the end for me. Um, you ended up going, um, I let you go eventually pick up the car a couple days later, get to dig it out in the snow. Out of the, out of the mud. I don't give a shit. And she purposely parked the car in a, like in a, so yes, it was snowing. So half the tires were on ice. The other half were like, it looked like someone just dug a, like a, a mud pile. So I went to back up and I just remember like the tires spinning and spinning and spinning. And I remember I sat in the car and I yelled as loud as I could. Like, I just yelled, like, what the fuck am I doing? I I, I remember yelling that. Like, I remember just yelling and yelling and yelling. And, like, no one was at the house. Mm -hmm. So I probably looked crazy to whoever, you know, because I I just had a complete meltdown at that point. I had, I remember there was two meltdowns. There There was that one, and there was one time I came home. And you guys realize this was a beautiful three-story house, fireplace, everything. Like our first, like this is our, our, this is a starter home. You know, usually don't have a starter home like that. Usually you work your way up to a house like that. Mm-hmm. I came home, and you were gone. All the kids were gone. The dog was gone. I left. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Um. It was me and the cat, and I think no reason you didn't take the cat is because you probably couldn't find a cat carrier or something. I just remember sitting in the fireplace, and I was miserable. I slept on the couch. I uh, I think that was back at Thanksgiving time. I left. Um. <clears throat> um. I remember I, I talked to two people for, on the phone that day. Well, I text. There was two people for some reason. It was. My guy Ralph, my friend Michelle, and I can not remember what the conversation was, but you know, I told them you had left, and their question was, "What did you do wrong?" That was their first question, and they both and they don't even know each other, but it was pretty much the same message: "You fucked up. You need to fix it." And they don't even know what I did. Mm-hmm. They said, "Whatever you did, you fucked this up." You need to fix this. So whatever it is you did, you need to fix. Um, but I just remember sitting in this beautiful home, complete silence, like 
And anyone knows our household. Our household is always live. It's always laughter. It's always, you know, pranks and stuff like that. So being in a house by yourself, knowing you've done wrong, you can't hug your kids, you can't hug your wife, you can't hug the dog, you just pet the cat pretty much, you know, it was complete misery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to the point, I took the car, and that was the night that I, it just, it, it was to me, like, I was, I'm, I'm done, like, I'm just, I'm tired. I can't fight for somebody who doesn't want to fight back or doesn't want to fight with me. Like as much as I want to continue, like I fought for months because this is months. So this is like the beginning. This is, this is the end of January, beginning of February. Now um, I fought for so long. I can't do it anymore. And so, you know what you can have the car. Cause you need to go back and back and forth to work wherever you're going to be fucking staying at. I don't care. Um, but I'm done. And, um, the next couple weeks were like kind of a blur to me. Um, I don't remember a lot. I just remember that Valentine's day. Um, I still was like watching like what she was doing. She had tried to do like change so many different things. Like I had so much personal information about her that I was able to just continue to get into things about her or whatever. But, um, um, I had found, I think like I, at some point I had found like the Facebook page of yours that was made and there was conversations back and forth and, you know, that's where like about leaving me and whatever I had found. Um, then I had found on her stuff, her, she wasn't just, she wasn't dating other people. She was going on to Craigslist was kind of was getting big at that back at that point. Mm-hmm. I didn't know much about that either at the point, but I found out about it. Um, she was hooking up with random guys from Craigslist, like literally like it was before Tinder was here and there was multiple different guys that she would like they, they would email or whatever. And then they literally would meet up. Fuck. And that was it. And I was like, you know what? I don't even give a shit anymore. Like you, I, I don't care anymore. I'm done. But here, this is for your safety. This is this is what this is what you're choosing to leave this family for. Then here, I, I'm going to show you this guy, that guy, whatever. And because I think you had tried telling me that you were done with her too, or whatever. But oh, okay. Well, yeah, you must be because she's seen these people, or whatever. And um, I. I will never forget, like, it was, maybe it was the day before Valentine's, either the day before or the day after Valentine's Day, I can't remember, but I was shocked, your reaction, your reaction, because supposedly, you, within these couple weeks, supposedly you had, like, you were done talking to her, whatever, whatnot, blah, 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 but your reaction was, instant anger instant jealousy like yeah you should be angry because she's going around fucking all these nasty people like these people that you don't even know whatever Mm -hmm. but and then you know sleeping with you or whatever but like why are you mad if you're not talking to her like that was my thing oh you're not talking to her anymore well then what the fuck are you mad about or you have a family here what are you fucking mad about and I remember like you took the papers from me because I printed them off. Mm-hmm. You took the papers and you were like, I'm going to, I'll be right back. And you left. 
and you fuck and you fucking went over to her house and you went off you were mad at her and i'm i was so like i was just like again why and i don't i like i look back and i'm like why am why am i even shocked so here's why i was mad and you should know why i was mad because this is where i say now that i now you know i went through all this shit. i'm going through all this stuff and now i come across that you're doing this with a b c d e f g mm-hmm. but you're telling me one thing but i'm seeing all this other stuff i've gone through the ringer so i was mad because you had me thinking that i'm here for you and so on and so forth and you were here for me and everyone else so it so was that was a turning point for you so it wasn't the fact that i was i was mad it was the fact that you've done this you've done this you've mm-hmm. done this and now i come across this so i was i remember i went over this is the only time like i went over there her roommate saw me pull up her roommate at the time was not happy with her so i said where is she at and i remember the roommate opened the door and say she's back in the room mm-hmm. go have a talk with her i remember walking in almost kicking the door off the hinges and throwing the papers saying what the fuck is this seeing that okay so i'm gonna tell you like this is this is my honest thing mm-hmm. you and i have had problems like i have done things that mm-hmm. will eventually get to or whatever like that's the way that's the reaction that i've gotten from you as my husband mm-hmm. why the fuck would she get that kind of reaction from you because Ooh. you cared about her and you want like at that point in your life like you really like this girl so you keep i and this is where i i'm, I'm telling you <clears throat> i was more embarrassed Mm-hmm. And more angry because when you confide in someone and tell them anything, two plus two is four, you know, mm-hmm. I had a little bit of a trust that I thought I had with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I could trust her. Like, you see me going through this shit because of you. So, at, at least, you know, be honest, you know, mm-hmm. and there was, there was, there was, you know, at that, at that, at that point, you know, there was zero trust. So I, I was, I was angry because of the situation I had put myself in and the situation she helped get me into, you know. So it wasn't that it, it was, oh, I care, I'm jealous and this and this. No, I was mad because I pretty much don't have a pot to piston in the window to throw it out of now. Like mm-hmm. I have absolutely nothing, and because of you, I have nothing. I had to take responsibility for myself. I was gonna say, now as a 42 year old man, because of who? Myself. Okay. But Not because at, of her. But at that point it was like, mm-hmm. you helped me get into this shit. Mm-hmm. So. So that, me watching you in this whole scenario, because as much as I was involved in it, I also sat back and watched. Mm-hmm. That was a turning point for you. That was, um, so previous to this, just right previously. So at like at the end of January, you had came to me and asked, um, if I would go to counseling with you, mm-hmm. like you didn't want to be with, you don't want to deal with her anymore, whatever, when I go to counseling. And my last straw was, you know what? I'll give counseling a shot. Mm-hmm. So found counseling, you were all on board, whatever. And, um, our first 
one or two counseling sessions was a shit show you hated our counselor why that what you felt like you were ganged up on which i was how but you but we had every right to because you still weren't being honest but i just i just i understand that but also and we just watched a show for this it was a different situation but we pay the counselor to mediate and to not take sides to be to be i completely agree so but when you're not being honest you're used flat out wide in the counseling session so that's where that's where it was so like i know like you're still mad about that but oh i'm not you 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 go to counseling to try to fix something you can't lie you have to be open eyes and i still was catching you lying Uh, but it was the it was this valentine's time that changed everything Mm -hmm. and so sometimes like i'm not gonna lie there's been times over the years where i say had i not found that information how would things have how what would have happened or like had such and such not like what like what would have happened you know what i'm saying like okay so you found out that she was a liar and a cheater and she's nasty and whatever and whatnot what if she wasn't you know like that always like that always has been on my mind um again like i still believe everything happens for a reason and i do believe that we went through this whole scenario for a reason um it changed our whole entire lives i mean some of the stuff like so you follow me there I didn't. Well, I I was pissed, so I got in the car yep. and I got there, and you were there, of course. Yeah, I don't think you told me you were going there. You just said I'm going to be back. Yep. You wouldn't tell me where you were going because you knew I was going to flip out. Um. And then during that argument, you stayed I, there. You, I remember, I told you I was there, and you, I was like, get like get pretty much like get your ass out here. Like I'm not dealing. Like, you, you said you wanted to work on this. Like I'm not dealing with this. You don't fucking come out, or whatever. And you're like, I'm I'm coming out, whatever and i knew you were going off like i knew you were i knew that that was the that was a that was a huge point for mm-hmm. you but you were in there forever and like me sitting out in the car waiting at that point which i look back and some of the stuff i just was like i was so fucking stupid but i was fighting for my marriage um I honestly got to the point where I was like, well, what you, you made up and you're in the, now you guys are in there fucking while I'm sitting out here, like what the fuck? So I eventually went home and I said, I'm done. Like okay. I'm done. So I wasn't in there that long. Now, you were in there for a couple hours. No, I promise I, you. I, okay. So this is where <laughs> I, I even got pulled over on the way home. So, so this is where <laughs> I remember this. Okay. I got there. I went off. Her and her roommate were not getting along. So then her roommate was like, why don't you check her laptop? Okay. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? It's like, oh, here you go. And there was like, <clears throat> her and some dude having homemade porn on there. She's always making porn of herself, huh? So <laughs> she looked at her roommate. So now it's me going off, the roommate going off, her going off. It was a whole shit show. So yeah, I wasn't there. You make something like I was there. I was not there for hours. It, it was it was it was a long time. Because if you would I was in shock. If you would have parked next to the car, you saw me standing in the hall. I did like I did at some points, but like I I even like I sat out there waiting. Um and I just remember being in the car like, why, Jenny? Why like why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to yourself? 
Why am I doing this to the kids? Like, why? Um, and I got to the point where, like, I was driving home and I was just, like, I cried. I remember getting pulled over. Um, I still, I beat you home. I would, I cried myself. Like, I went to bed with her. You and you came to, you came back to the house before I actually fell asleep. And then here's another night of, like, not sleeping. But um, I don't. I don't know. I don't like I I think at that point I was just trying to put on a, a quote unquote happy face for the kids. And like I remember we would like this this Valentine's Day in particular I remember <clears throat> like we took the kids up to the Dells for for an evening or whatever and you're just trying to have some family time or we went over to Charles's house that night like there's, there's pictures and stuff. I do remember I'm taking I'm taking pictures and I'm going to show this fucking crazy bitch that this, she's not going to ruin my family. Mm-hmm. I remember doing that. Um, I also will say that that is the weekend that I first started taking pain medication. And which is that's going to be a whole nother like topic that like we have so many topics that we can get into about stuff. But and that was my choice. So Troy is sitting here he's he's gonna get upset again um i have fought a huge addiction issue over many years of the past 11 years um which i am i'm clean at right now and um but he blames himself and there's nothing like you can't blame yourself like i made the decision i made the the choice like i went to the doctor they gave me pain medication and for the first time in these months i felt a little bit of happiness and um that's what started taking me through um but that that night changed a lot of things that was like you were you were you were fed up with her you the after that is when you went in and you took you took therapy so seriously and you were a thousand percent honest and you ended up loving our therapist i remember she told me She said, if someone is not bringing something positive to your circle, they should not be in your circle. Mm-hmm. That's family, that's friends, that's coworkers, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I kind of tightened my circle up, you know. And you really did. After her and I had that talk. Um, you know, everything pe- changed. People always say, you know, um, Relationships are 50-50. Yeah, when you start out, yeah, but marriages are 100-100, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's something that I I learned and that's something I, you know, when I remember I had a one-on-one with the counselor one time. Um and she even told me what you're saying, you know, she sees the difference, you know. Um there even was I remember I remember our nephew. Oh, so then we'll fast forward like a month and a half, and our nephew was born at the beginning of April. Mm-hmm. He just had his birthday, and so back at that time, his mom and I were so close. And something came up in my gut again. Like it was just in my gut that something was going on, or maybe somebody, I maybe somebody at the daycare told me something was wasn't right or whatever. But she had posted a picture a newer picture of her and tj on um on her as her facebook profile or whatever and i remember losing it and the way that your like your response and your reaction 
really showed me that you really hadn't been talking to this girl at all mm -hmm. and that she was trying to do whatever she could now to try to get to you and it wasn't working and i remember you you lost like you lost it um that was yeah that that valentine's day weekend like yeah some hardships came out of it for the next however many years but a lot like that was the the the, the pivotal point of change this whole thing changing around um and i will always say that between between fighting whether it was me fighting for the marriage or you in return starting to fight for it and us going to counseling completely saved us and but yeah, that year that we were supposed to have be newlyweds and have like this amazing first year of marriage was, yes, one of my worst years of my entire life. And um, by the time June and going into July came, we were doing we were doing pretty good. I remember our anniversary. Mm -hmm. um, I remember you just kept saying, "We need this. Mm -hmm. We need this." I mean. If it was, I remember horseback riding, you know, mm -hmm. kind of a shit show. Well, not for you, for me, because my horse went less. <laughs> but like sitting there, you know, making steaks in the grill outside of our, you know, little condo that we had rented and um, Grand, Tur Grand Turismo with Clint Eastwood was on TV. It's one of the reasons why that's one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. um, because it was just you and I. We just got to spend so much time together. We had been through so much shit. Um, that was the first time in a long time that I actually felt that you were proud to be my husband again. Believe it or not, I've always been proud. I know, I, I've, I've done, I, I, I did stupid stuff. Um, that I'm not proud of, and I'm still not proud of to this day, and that's why you know a lot of this she led, and I kind of try to fill in some some potholes because that's time in my life I do not want to remember. Um, I had to do a lot of looking in the mirror and like letting myself know that you messed up, you fixed this. You know, um, try to erase any doubts and, you know, 100% invested in my wife and kids, you know, and from that day on, you know, from when we, I remember one of our last counseling sessions, like, it's almost like. And I've never taken drugs or, you know, gone. I've, I've helped with drug rehab before, but uh, I'm going to spaz my hand. <laughs> um, I remember I was like, man, this might, this is our last counseling thing. Like, I was scared. How is this supposed to work? Because, you know, it had done so much. And, you know, I remember her, <laughs> I remember her saying, you know what? You guys may hit some bumps, but you guys have better communication. And no, and the key thing is to talk, you know, talk. If there's something internally, which he meant like in the household, unless there's someone in that circle who can help, 
you don't talk to anyone else about these problems. Mm-hmm. You 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 keep in that circle. And I'm so happy. So, to- and what she meant is because this is for like people, like so many people, that's how so many affairs do start yep. is because a couple is having issues and instead of confining, instead of talking with each other mm-hmm. or cause you get to don't like, there's times where Troy and I still like, okay, you know what? I need to talk to my girlfriends or he needs to talk to his brothers or like mm-hmm. that's okay. Um, as long as you're, as long as you're taking it to somebody who is bringing a positive influence into your life. Yep. But at the minute that you turn and you start talking to somebody who's not looking for your best interest or doesn't have the respect for your your relationship or your marriage or whatever, that's when you need to keep your mouth shut. Yep. Because that's when people, that's when, that's, that's how like all these affairs start. So, you know, my advice to, to anyone, especially gentlemen, you truly love that woman, you know, that's why I hate, and my wife will tell you, her and I can argue in the middle of the day. I don't like arguing when the day starts, and I don't like ending the night with the argument. I like starting my morning with a kiss. I like ending my night with a kiss. Well, I don't like arguing with you at all. I think she likes to argue sometimes. It's on my nerves. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, never leave the house upset, mad frustrated with with your loved one try to figure things out there's always an answer you might not get that answer right away but you got to have that open dialogue you got to have the uncomfortable conversations i mean to this day the conversation this conversation is uncomfortable you know i just don't like having it because some bad stuff came out of this you know i felt you know but also it gave me the tools to be honest with myself. It gave me the tools to, you know, the one thing that I do is I teach people from my mistakes and, you know, learn from me. You know, when, when you have a beautiful, beautiful wife in and out, soul, everything, looks, big heart, don't take that for granted. You know, like, understand that's a gift. And I almost really fucked up. And without my wife, who knows where I'd be right now, you know? And I I give her credit for so much because, you know, there's been times where I didn't believe in myself and she believed in me more than I believed in myself. And like I said, it's, it's, you know, I'm truly blessed that I have this woman in my corner who's helped me through so much and you know she's my hero you know i I tell people that all the time you know just from her story alone you know and just for i saw how hard she fought which made me fight hard which you know we're still here to this day and she she led the charge she didn't give up when there's times where she was probably told to give up or you know, where she thought she could have gave up and she didn't. I just know you a lot. I love you. Love you too. Um, yeah, you know, take this story and, you know, and just 
learn from it. You know, I people, you know, people always say, well, would you go back and change that? That was one thing I would go back and change. You know, what do I expect now? I don't know, but the pain that I put you through, I, that wasn't fair to you. And, uh, that's one thing I wish I could change. I should have come to you and talked to you more. Um, cause the one thing my wife has always been, she's always been very upfront with me. There's times where I, you know, I, I, I need to talk to you about this, you know, and she's checked me well, you need to calm down a little bit. Here's, this is what has happened. Or there's times where she's like, you know what? you need to stand up for yourself a lot more because you're afraid of the repercussions, baby, I got your back. You know what? No matter what it is, you know, it could be business. It could be work. She's always, you know, she's instilled in me because I I used to let people just run me over. Um, and I would just take it. And then I just remember one day she's like, listen, stand up for yourself. I don't care what happens. So from that day, I've always stood up for myself and I've always said in a respectful manner how I feel about things, you know, and uh, like I said, that's some of the stuff she's instilled in me. Um, Don't make the mistake that I made, you know. Be very open and it can be your girlfriend, you know, fiance or your wife, you know. And this is for all, you know, relationships, you know, don't 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 lose that communication communicating communication is huge in relationships very huge um love communication trust those things always keep relationships balanced out i think my wife would say love communication trust and sex i was just gonna say sex (laughs) (laughs) i love it um you used to think that way too that's for a different I'm trying to get the doctors to get you back to that. <laughs> That's a different that's a She different wants guy. to have kids the same age as her damn grandkid coming no, up. No, <laughs> I don't want any more kids. <laughs> but Lord. you know, um if like I said, if you guys take anything from this, it's you know talk to that person you're with, no matter how you're feeling. And you know what? It and and it doesn't always the one thing we do in this house is we share good times and we share bad times. You know, we share that with each other, though. Um, I think the thing that's easy for us, though, too, is that, like, we we are each other's best friends. Like, we are, I always say, like, the one thing that I'm so um, proud of is the fact that I get to be married to my best friend. Whereas, like, there's a lot of mar- a lot of people that just jump into marriage out there and, like, their man that's not their best friend like their best friend is their girlfriend or their this or the guys or yeah whatever. And I, yep, I get it we are the I think like there I feel like and I, I feel like I talk to a lot of people a lot of women like I see women all the time but um where they're like we're in like this special society of there's very few marriages out there that are made up of of the couple as their of each other's best friend and the ones that are like this are thriving and, and not saying that we don't have our problems jesus christ we have problems but i don't have it, no problems yeah. what did doctor call me i can't even right now go ahead say it the doctor called me perfect perfect <laughs> but <laughs> i'm saying you know like 
you invest your time into each other. Yes. And like, that's like, what did I, what's that sign? I just, I got to pull it back out again. Um, we just went on a walk yesterday because you know, we're quarantined. We can't do anything, but we'll walk around and do stuff. And I, we came across the sign and it says success in marriage is more than finding the right person. It's also being the right person. And so like you had said earlier is that you don't give 50, 50, you give a hundred, a hundred. Right. Um, but this is, I think we should, we should wrap this one up. This has been a long one. How long have we been on here for? Hour and 28 minutes. Oh, that's it? Yep. I thought it was like close to two hours. Nope. I purposely <laughs> timed this out for a longer. I know. Well, usually we've been doing like an hour and 15, so I'm proud of us. Yeah. Jeez. You know, like I said, this is a. Uh... I think that we can go into more like I wanted to tell our main like our main story. Like we've had other issues mm -hmm. throughout the years from you and from me. Um which we will get into, but I think maybe next time we can actually get into more of a topic of maybe trying to help people. With oh yeah. Infidelity. So you know what? Now that, mm. now that we're, I, we're, I, we're experts on this, right? Yeah, we're experts. <laughs> we're experts on infidelity. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I don't think that's a good thing to be an expert. <laughs> okay. But what I will say is, you know, what we're gonna do is, you know, and we'll hop around, but there's gonna be like different topics, like. I don't know. Yeah. We we have we have a book full of topics and you know everything is now not gonna go in like chronological order like okay well year two no. this and this happened but like from the next podcast it's gonna be it's gonna be a topic of whatever and it, it may have something to do with our relationship. It may not have to do something with our relationship, but you know, a lot of stuff that we have struggled with or a lot of stuff we try to give advice on is we've lived it, you know, mm -hmm. if it's if it's Addiction, kids. if it's kids, if it's blended families, if it's oh, in, in, interracial dating, if it's, you know, whatever, yeah. sex, whatever. I, I, I know she's waiting to talk about sex, you know. Talk about sex, baby. Talk about you, baby. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, yeah, I like sex. <laughs> oh, thanks. I like sex with you. You like sex with me? I do. Oh, guess what? You like it too. I like sex with you. <laughs> Like, I even know what you're going to say. That's how TJ was born. Yeah, I know. People, just so you know, the way to have a kid is to have sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, you're such a goon. Um, But, yeah, like I said, uh, I knew this one was going to be hard. Um, you see, we still come out of it. And, like, we can talk about it now. We can talk it about it. years. It did. Years. But, uh, you know, hopefully people can learn from this what not to do. And what to do, you know, in situations. Mm -hmm. And uh, I am glad that we we were doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we have this platform. And uh, next week we'll uh, have a different topic of discussion. And I hope everyone's enjoying this. And with this pandemic going on, you know, you really don't have anything else to do right now. So spread the word about this. Let us know what you think. And uh, and if anybody has any questions, DM us or post them or nah, whatever. No, don't DM me at all. We have our we, we have our page that can DM us. Like, it goes to both. Don't DM me unless <laughs> you're talking about some money. <laughs> but, like, I think that we would love to – I personally would love to, like, see do people have any questions um, or want help with anything. Of course. Or, um, yeah, so get a hold of us and something that we can talk about. 
And, you know, I I know this is predominantly my wife and I, but she, we might have some guests on here if it's talking about her business or if it's me talking about something or... Our daughter might be coming back home for a little bit. Oh, God. We might have her on. That might... That, <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> Yeah. Should be a fun one to do, though. I'm scared of that one. Oh, you know, you, I might have to run from that. So, anyways, um, <laughs> everyone be safe. Hang in there with this whole pandemic. Hopefully, we can all get through this. Um, we will all get through this. We're taking this day by day, and uh, thank you. Yeah, I'll see you soon. I love you. Love you too. Peace. Peace.